הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים של דורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש מאשר בארץ המה. ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש, צדיק יסוד עולם נחה, נובע מכל חוכמה, רבנו נחמן, פגי בן שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן, אומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם, today we continue with סעיף יוד אף שפחי הרן, רבנו פילגרמג' תארץ ישראל. As we just discussed uh, in the last uh, section, in the last, uh, in the beginning part of section 10, how uh, Rabbeinu was left alone on Shabbat Kodesh to eat uh, dairy food, etc. And uh, the strife between him and the two people continued to grow as the two people get more angry and angry with Rabbeinu and begin to embarrass him and put lots of shame on him. The main uh, sum of all the, the, the sum of all the words we're saying is this. Rabbeinu with, with intention, Rabbeinu intentionally allowed himself to be embarrassed with all sorts of disgrace. In any sort of fashion, he would allow himself to be embarrassed. And he said, He told his attendant who was traveling with him, That these pieces of disgrace that he was receiving would be a great benefit to him on the way there and on the return back. Because the, the great and awesome amount of obstacles that he received on the way to Eretz Yisrael to get to the land of Israel. It's impossible to lengthen about this, to, uh, to measure, to even discuss, to tell about the, the obstacles that Rabbeinu went through. And it was impossible for Rabbeinu to merit to enter the land of Israel except by means of belittling, 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 sorry, belittling himself in this fashion. As we heard explicitly from Rabbeinu's mouth. And he said, If he did not experience these pieces of disgrace and belittling and this little belittlement, It would be impossible for him to enter the land of Israel at all. And he said, Rabbeinu said that he was obliged to, to, remain, in the land, to remain in the country of Istanbul, in, in the country of Turkey, in, in the city of Istanbul. He was obliged to stay there. Rabbeinu said that he saw that he was forced to die there. Rabbeinu saw in the Shammayim that he, was, he had a decree on him to die in Istanbul. But this lowering of himself, this shame that he went through, saved him. As we know, that uh, that being embarrassed is, aton is atoning for death. As Rabbeinu is going to bring that parable, as we're going to see in Chayim Oran, sorry, in Si'if uh, Chavtet of Shiv uh, Aran in section 29 of the, uh, this part of the book. Because before a person merits to enter Eretz Yisrael, etc., one must uh, overcome many barriers, as brought down in Chaim Moran, 139, that uh, Rabbeinu says, a person has to act very cleverly if he wants to get to the, such a high level. He has to lower himself completely, remove all aspects of honor, so that he can merit to ascend to such a high place. Eretz Yisrael is Gadlut of Gadlut, Rabbeinu says. Rabbeinu says that Eretz Yisrael is the highest of all highs. So to get there, you have to make yourself the lowest of all lows. And this is why Rabbeinu had to lower himself. And Rabbeinu explained in Chaim Oran, in this section, Lesson 139, that um, with every single place he went to, 
there were epidemics, there were battles, there were the French army was near the Eretz Israel at the time, as we saw that Napoleon waged his war um, around the time where Rabenu left for Eretz Israel. And um, Rabenu explains that the reason why the Bar Shem Tov and Rabbi Naftali Katz, who was trying to who was trying to go to Eretz Israel, could not merit to enter is because they were not able to break the obstacles to go there. But Rabenu said, I've encountered all the obstacles they went through and I was able to be successful because I made myself completely low. It's completely nothing. This is a very big lesson for all of us who want to attain great things is that uh, to merit great holiness, you have to lower yourself completely. You have to make yourself... The Torah only exists in a place when you make yourself low. As we know, the Torah is compared to water and the water flows in the low place. It can only flow downward. It cannot flow upward. The same is true of, uh, of the Torah. And uh, the Torah only exists in a place where there's uh, lowliness. For example, the Torah was given in the desert. And Rabbeinu explained in lesson 6 of the Kutub Moran that a person, has to, a person has to make himself like a, a desert which is trodden upon, which people step on, which nobody pays attention to. That's what a person has to make himself into to attain the Torah. That Rabbeinu told his attendant who he was traveling with that he should give the two people who were embarrassing him all the food and the preserves that they were carrying to give them a little bit of everything that they were having to make peace. And these two people traveled to the place in which Rabbeinu and his attendant were staying at. And as they were traveling, uh, and, they, and as they arrived at Rabbeinu's house, Rabbeinu asked them basically to take a letter uh, to his family, to deliver a letter to his family, um, because they were traveling back to that area, and Rabbeinu was going in the opposite direction. So he asked these two people, please take a letter for me back to my family. But uh, they did not want to accept it. And they only accepted the letter of the attendant of Rabbeinu who was traveling uh, with him. But Rabbeinu wisely put his letter within the letter of, uh, of uh, his attendant. And they, these people had no idea that Rabbeinu put his letter inside. All they wanted to do was to open up the letter of the attendant that... Uh, had given them uh, this letter as messengers to bring back to his family. They wanted to open up this letter of Rabbeinu's attendant to see perhaps perhaps they would be able to understand from this man's letter and from his words who this man was, who the man he was traveling with was, who Rabbeinu really was, who he was, from where he was. But what was unbelievable with Hashem's Hashkacha? That they were not able to find the letter. They, hold, they held the letter. But they were not able to find it. As they were packing up and they were traveling. They were not able to find the letter. Because they could not remember where they had placed the letter. Unbelievable. And they did not get their hands on the letter until they found the letter. As they reached the border of uh, this place in, uh, what do you call it? In Romania. Which uh, this place called Valichai. It's now part of Romania. Back then it was uh, an independent uh, principality between two uh, different regions. But nonetheless, as they were passing that border patrol, that, uh, that, uh, that place, that's when they found the letter. Then they found the letter by then. They saw from the letter 
that the person they were berating and getting angry at was Rabenu, Rabbi Nachman, who they had heard many great things about. So they wondered as they saw. And they were frightened. And this man who specifically embarrassed Rabenu more than the other one. He came to his house when and literally just right after he got his house. Shortly after he passed away. So if 11, and we're going to understand why this man had to go through this and why he had to pass away and why Rabenu chose him specifically to go through that embarrassment and to go, why Rabenu chose him as a messenger for that embarrassment and for that judgment as we're going to see in section 29. It's going to make perfect sense. Seif Yud Aleph, Seif 11. And immediately, um, as they were done traveling in Istanbul, as they, they left Istanbul, the agent um, to whom these two people had spoken to about the Rebbe, prevent, telling him to, to prevent the Rebbe from going to Eretz Israel, this agent approached them, the Rebbe and his attendant, and they showed him. And sorry, this man showed uh, Rabenu. He showed Rabenu many letters from the great Tzadikim, the generation, who had sent to him, this man, this agent, letters, requesting him to be a help to these people traveling from here and there. Basically, he showed Rabenu that he was a very pivotal man in the traveling between Istanbul and Eretz Israel, and he was a very pivotal man and people who were traveling in the area. That many tzaddikim relied on this man's wisdom and uh, connections. Because this man was very important in the eyes of the government. So this man told Rabenu, you guys shall know. If you reveal to me who you are and from which family you are, Haretov, behold, it will be good for you. If you don't. This verse, this man was saying, I have the power in my hands to do evil with you. That you will not be able to atone for it. You, will not, you, will, you won't be able to fix it. Not even a fortune in bribes will be able to help you. Not only will it be enough that you won't travel to the land of Israel, you'll also be in prison. And the man went on links about what he would do to them. What he would do to Rabban and his attendant had... Uh, Rabbeinu not uh, explained to him who he was. And Rabbeinu heard this. Immediately he told him. He told him the truth. That his name was Rabbi Nachman. That he was the great grandson of the Bar Shem Tov. That he was the grandson of Rabbi Nachman of Horodankur. The, the youngest student of the Bar Shem Tov. The great Sadiqim. Immediately this agent retreated backwards. And he went from them. And the next day, that agent submitted himself to Rabenu completely. He, be, he was completely submissive to Rabenu. He told Rabenu, with language of love and embracing, Rabbi, he told him, Rabbi, my Rebbe, Hashem is with you. You shall receive all the good things from me. And your reward will be double for this. Shegidit in the Yamed that you revealed to me the truth. Ki imlo hayitim modili because if you did not reveal to me the truth, hayitim moseretchem levet asor. 
I would have handed you over to the prison house. And I would have been punished in this world and the next. And my request from you is that what? Take something from me. Help me give you good. Whether, it's, whether if you need me to give you a ship to rent. Whether it's another thing that you need. Because I am ready and prepared to serve you. We see how immediately the situation shifts and how these people who become um, completely, uh, who were once uh, attacking Rabbeinu, completely become submissive to him. As Rabbeinu's journey was completely Shem Shamayim for the sake of heaven. And uh, that's it for today, Bizrat Hashem. We will continue in the next section, starting with uh, Se'if Yudbet, uh, section 12, with the words Uv Yom Machach.